Josh is going to be very tough to beat. You always have to go with a guy who's considered the best in the world by far. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be Josh Cohen. Josh Cohen. Josh Cohen. And the home team. This is Josh Cohen and the home team. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-3. That's 1-800-747-3733. On the new ESPN 1063. Because every day above ground is a good day. It is the home team and it's already Thursday, which means weekend kickoff edition of the home team. Live on your drive until 5. we got people scattered all over the nation, as a matter of fact. Jeanette is live in Stu Stu Studio with me. Ken Levick is broadcasting from his favorite football fo- uh, uh, foothold. Saw that on your Twitter account. Looks like a beautiful day for there not to be a football game at FAU. <laughs> yeah, it's a good day for me to look down at a field that doesn't have any sort of yard markers. But I see the ocean. It's beautiful. What a setting. It, I mean, it really is. It really is a beautiful backdrop, a beautiful setting. And, and the good news for you is, Ken, even though that field today, a game will not be played, FAU will score about as many points as they normally would on a Saturday. Oh, would so, you stop so you're, already? You're in good shape. Uh, back to Seattle. I mean, excuse me, to St. Louis we go. Where am I getting Seattle from? Where did that come from? Uh, Dean Thomas is joining us live via Skype, as I understand it. You're just a wizard of modern technology, aren't you, Dino? I'm the, the new Christina Costanza. You're the new Christina Costanza. Well, you'd be the I got old, it right this time. Yeah, you're, you're twice her age, so technically right. you'd be the old Christina Christanza. And he got it right, Josh, without Christina actually here, so it doesn't count. Right. And also he revealed her last name, which we've been intentionally trying yeah, to avoid. Yeah. So great job on that, uh, privacy stuff. and security to fire. Great job on that. Dean, you sound like you're talking through a walkie-talkie under blankets. Do your parents know, that you're, do your parents know that you're staying up this late? No, I, I got a microphone. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if... I don't know if no, sounds, the microphone is working, though. No, it sounds good now. Now it sounds good. Before, it just sounded like you had half of it in your mouth. He has a tendency, oh, yeah. Dean, he, uh, Kenny has a tendency to do that, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah he definitely eats the mic at times. That is for sure. Just a little bit. Jeanette brought in her high heels, fellas. Ooh. She brought in her heels, <laughs> and she told me, oh, I've got to practice. I've got to practice. Could you please explain to the home team nation and to the home team why it is you have your heels at work in a box that you're not wearing <laughs> and why it is you need to practice? What in the world is going on? So I have a pageant competition coming up in April. All right. And pageant heels are very tall. They're stilettos. Well, they're not. No, no, no. Those weren't that tall. They were pretty tall. I mean, they're not stripper shoes. Have you ever seen true stripper shoes? Those platform? are tall. Were you talking about like a seven-inch stiletto, just like a, like a nail, like a spike for a heel? These are close to it. I call these a more elegant stripper shoe. Okay, elegant stripper. Yes, I'm an elegant stripper, and I'm April. <laughs> I'm an elegant stripper. And I need to start practicing walking in my shoes. And your name is April. That is your elegant stripper name? Yeah, I'll take it, yeah. Actually, your stripper name is supposed to be, or you know, your adult film name is supposed to be your first pet when you were a kid, and then the street that you grew up on that wasn't named after a letter or a number. So, Count Levicka, your adult film, or, you know... Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, or you know, name would be what? Dinky Stone. Oh, dude, that's 1,000%. That's <laughs> yeah. that yeah. perfect. 
<laughs> you are one, that's a winner. You're uh-huh. one million percent a dinky stone. Mm-hmm. Um, now, dinky, I think, probably serves perfect. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I've never seen you try on swimwear, but it sounds about right. Uh, Dean Thomas, first pet as a child and street you grew up on that was not a number or a letter. Well, I never had a pet as a child, but I had one as an adult. His name was Dino, and the first street I grew up on was Waltham, so it would be Dino Waltham. Dino Rotham. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Gotcha. Um, very yeah. narcissistic of you to name your adult dog after yourself, in yeah. effect. Don't you think? I needed somebody to carry my legacy. Right, but you named him after you. You had a son, and you could have named your son after you, but instead you said, no, nah, just name the dog after me. We'll go this way. I had the dog first. Oh, did you really? And he had... He had to carry my legacy. Hold on. You got, you got that dog, that chihuahua, before you had your son, Ethan. I didn't know that. Yeah, I did. I uh-huh. didn't know that. I remember how sad you were the night before that you had to put uh, old Dino down. I remember you texting me that you were cooking him a steak and that you were, that you were a little know, busted man. up. Yeah. I was a little busted up. I had to cook him a steak that I bought from the grocery store, man, and it was sad just buying it and looking at his little eyes, the last little bite he took of that steak. What's it, you didn't tell him, did you? You weren't like, hey, now listen, this is your last meal ever. Do you get the sense that he knew what was up? He knew, man, I'm telling you. Like, I didn't know how he knew, but he knew. Like, we had, like, this bond together, and he knew that was his last meal. Uh, that's a difficult, which is a harder drive, to or from the veterinarian? Like, which is, a, why don't we be more of a mm. Debbie Downer show? Why yeah. does this be? Happy Thursday. Yeah, this would be just Depression Thursday on the home team, which is a tougher drive to the veterinarian knowing what you're about to do or on the ride home once it's been done and that the car now is empty. It's just you. It was, it was harder to leave it. It was, it was which no, one, Dean? it was harder leaving. It was harder to it leave? It was harder leaving. Yeah, I would imagine it would be. Uh, Jeanette, you don't have to answer this unless you really want to. I don't want to. Thank you very much. Ken Levicka, you had an answer, even uncalled yeah, for. It, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wanted <laughs> to fine. jump in because I've had, uh, I've had to put several dogs down. That's awful. And, uh, That's awful. Driving, too, is the worst because it's the last time you're going to see something that you love so much. And it, that's tougher for me than it actually being done. And then you start your new life post. So when you, when you walk out the door of the veterinarian's office and you're solo, in your mind, you're like, nope, that never happened. That's behind me. Like, you build a wall. Try, yeah, yeah, and I don't know if that's healthy, but that is definitely a coping mechanism like a, for like, sure. Like a divorced Russian man. Like those kids don't <laughs> exist. That relationship never existed. I don't know those people. Jeanette, why are you laughing when I say that? You're in the pageant world. You're filled with uh, the product of Russian divorced dads. Can't wait to see what I'm going to end up with. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't wait. Oh, yeah, you will. You'll see. Um, so Dean had Dino, and it was Rotham. Okay, and so Jeanette, you are the, well, actually, I should go next because, you know, we're going around the horn here. Um, our first dog when I was a kid, is, uh, her name was Sam, is in Samantha, Sammy. Mm-hmm. So Sam, and I grew up on Maplewood. So my, my adult film name, my pornography name would be Sam Maplewood, which really sounds like a legitimate name for an adult film star. Yeah, it yeah, does. Absolutely yeah. does. Yeah, for it, sure. It does. I mean, I'm no Dinky Stone. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm not doing I'm not doing Wee Man adult film like Dinky uh-huh. Stone over here, uh, live right. from FAU. Uh, Jeanette, what was the name of your first pet? Junior. Junior? Junior. All right. And what, what street did you grow up on? Crosshair Circle. Crosshair? Crosshair Circle. Okay, so you're just Junior Crosshair. Junior Crosshair. I yeah, like I that. like That's it. pretty good. Yeah. In my mind, it looks like Johnny Sins. Anybody else get the vintage? Or no? No. no. You guys no. don't know who Johnny Sins is? 
I feel like I should. Oh, you do. That's the ball-headed dude. Come on. Oh, oh never mind. Yep, don't I definitely you remember? do. Do I want to Google this? <laughs> don't you? No, you don't. No, 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 no. Jeanette. No, don't Google it. Uh, you'll get that's fired. That's not good for your employment, yeah, right? Yeah, you'll get fired. Do not Google yeah. Johnny Sins. The reason we all got to know who Johnny Sins was during the 2017 Little League World Series, these little boys are 9 and 10, 11 years old. Oh, my god! And gosh. they ask them your favorite food, and they ask them their favorite movie star, and they ask them, you know, these things. And then, so there was this nine-year-old boy at the plate, and he was about four foot three, 65 pounds, and uh, his favorite movie star he listed as Johnny Sins. Well, someone at ESPN Research decided, no, he's a seven, nine-year-old kid. I'm sure it's a, a legitimate actor. This nine-year-old boy, like, made Barstool. Remember, he made yep. Barstool Hall of Fame because he listed his favorite actor as this porn star, this adult film star, who's made apparently hundreds, if not thousands, of films. But he's like he's nine. What was he? Nine. He was nine or ten years old, and he listed that, and he got away with it. How did that get on the screen? I don't know, but it is hilarious. And kudos to that ten-year-old for pulling that off, and that group of ten-year-olds, because you have to think that was discussed by the team. Who's going to throw that out there? Yeah. And, and and whoever was the little dinky stone of the bunch was the one that felt, I'll be the one that gets the attention. I'll be the one that risks it all. Uh, right. ESPN had, had to do a better job of what they put on the screen. I mean, the name is not, you know, in any way profane. The name is not a problem. But for those who are like, hold on a second, who is this? I've never heard of this. Like, I never heard of the cat. I didn't know who Johnny Sins was until this little boy listed him as his favorite movie star. And then immediately I thought, uh-oh. That sounds like an adult film name. I've got to find out. I'm sitting at home on my couch, and I Google the name, and sure enough, a bunch of videos pop up that if I Googled it at work, there'd probably be a suspension. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And I, uh, I, I love it, though. I absolutely love it. But it's because uh, boys are just sort of punks. Like that that's what like Always. I'm I'm going through this with my daughters right now. Little boys are the worst. Yesterday Adeline comes up to me and she goes, Uh, Papa, Max in my class ate a crayon today. He's showing like, off. A what? But it's so a crayon. stupid. A crayon. Little boys little boys are just reckless, bad influence. Well they're not even reckless, they're just showing off. I mean, look at Dean Thomas. Every time he's got himself in trouble during a date, he was showing off. Whether it was getting drunk before he went out with his cell phone store manager, or how about at 15 when he's trying to park her car at Pizza Hut and smashed into the building instead? <laughs> what? Wait till I tell you what I did at 14. Can't wait to hear. Dean Thomas at age 14, what'd you do then? <laughs> no, I'm, a, I'm saving that for a one time. Oh, all right. You're going to sandbag that on us. Mm-hmm. You're going to store that one for a later day. Uh, I'm so, going to store that one. That's a good one. So, so you're learning to, you're relearning to walk in heels. You'd think that this would be something like riding a bicycle, Jeanette, that you would never forget how to do. No. So I love heels. I have like 50 plus heels. Well, hopefully. Pairs of heels. I was going to say, you know, hopefully it's an even number yes. if it's pair. I mean, if it's individual shoes <laughs> Indivi- or an odd number if it's pairs is fine too. In- individual shoes, 100 about uh, pairs, obviously 50. Okay. These, I just have, they have the small platform for the base of the foot. And then, of course, underneath the ankle is the stiletto. Right. And they're very flimsy. So you have to be very. Why are they flimsy? Because it's. they Are they cheap shoes? No, no, they're not. They're very wobbly. Okay. If one slight move and your ankle will easily twist. Gotcha. So Dane Thomas knows exactly what it's like to walk into high heels. Uh, Dean Thomas knows because Dean Thomas and I did a thing called Walk a Mile in Her Shoes to raise awareness and prevention of domestic abuse and violence against women. And I suckered Dean into this in the fall of 2012, and it meant me and Dean Thomas in the blistering sun in Port St. Lucie West on a Saturday morning walking um, about a mile on cobblestone streets 
in high heels and learning that we will never ask a woman to hurry up, come on, we're late for the show. Hurry up, come on, we're late for the reservation. Hurry up, come on. I've never since that point asked a woman in heels to hurry up to walk faster or to come along to speed it up because, Dean, you and I almost broke our ankles that entire Saturday morning. Oh, my God. It was the, It's top five in, in, like, pain barometer. Like, it was... It hurt so bad. My ankles hurt. My feet were all jammed. If a girl wanted to get married in sneakers, I'd be okay with it. Based on that alone. Uh, that was also yeah. those photos, which I have somewhere. I'll post those. I'll probably tweet those out at Josh Cohen Radio at some point during the show. Um, those photos also, for some people, were alarming because they'd never seen Dean Thomas's calves. They'd never seen his legs <laughs> from the knee down. How much money you make that night, Dean? And, uh, and so Dean, Dean, Dean from the knee down, his legs just look like a drinking straw. Just a, just <laughs> yeah. a perfectly straight, there's no curvature. Right? Uh-uh. Yeah. And so, so if I were to say to you, if I said Home Team Nation, who do you think's got these giant, enormous, ripped calves? Do you think it is the former UFC pioneer, the MMA legend who trains the greatest fighters in the world every single day, or do you think it's the kid who cried when his high school band was playing the theme from Jurassic Park because he was so moved by the music they were making? Who would you think would have the thick, ripped, defined calves? Would it be UFC MMA pioneer legend, or would it be a band geek who cried while they played it is a dramatic song, Josh. Uh, Ken's calves are right there with Phil Mickelson. Ken, are, you're more proud of your calves than anything else on your body. Yeah, uh, they are ripped, they are jacked, they are rock hard, and they are huge. Uh, uh, I have very impressive We're calves. still talking about calves right yeah, now. Right? Yeah, yeah, I right. almost veered off <laughs> there. Take it easy, yeah, Dinky Stone. Yeah, yeah, go easy there, Dinky Stone. <laughs> Dinky, you may be Dinky Stone to the end of time now. I might have made up a different name. I might have been <laughs> hey, like, I was. Yeah, go ahead. I was walking behind Ken the other day, and I was looking at his calves through his jeans, and it looked like that scene in The Incredible Hulk when the Hulk's clothes are ripping. <laughs> yeah. His calves were busting <laughs> through his jeans. Any, yeah. uh, any idea, Ken, where that comes from? Uh, no. I actually, and I've always had pretty sizable calves, but now that I am running. Uh, running as much as I am, they are huge and they are veiny. Like, I've just, I, I mean, they are. Hold on, we're are, still talking about calves, right? Yeah, yeah, still uh, calves, still calves. Somebody um, got somebody got in their car and they just heard <laughs> huge and veiny. Yeah. And, and they were going through the drive-thru and they heard a conversation about Johnny Sins. And now they're like, wait, what did I miss in the middle? That's they, true. They, they turn the, the radio- context is very important. Right, so they heard, they, they're like, <laughs> so someone's about to go through the drive-thru and they heard uh, Johnny Sins, yeah. And they go, may I take your order. They turn the volume down, and they go, can we get one of these? And what do you have this? They go, let me check. Blah, blah. And they turn the radio back up, and then they heard Ken go, yeah, thick and veiny. You go, all right, relax. <laughs> it's not what you think it is. We're talking about Ken's calves. Everybody yep. settle down. That's right. But it is funny that Dean's Dean has small little calves. And uh, Dean's right. I, I've been wearing these skinny jeans, and it almost feels and looks weird because I'm having to like like suck them into these these jeans because they're big and bulgy. Oh, take take it easy there, Bruce Banner. You can you can just start wearing your Jinko jeans again. You'll have no problem getting those over your calves. They cover the front of your toes and your. <laughs> Ken does have a weird body, though. I mean, Dean, you have to admit, because Ken is like uh-huh. five, six and a half. He's got these calves that, that look like m- they're monstrous. And then and then he's got, you know, like he, he's a little guy, but then he's got like size 15 shoes. Like Ken is strangely proportioned. Yeah. You have to. Ken, if Ken's wearing the right shoes, it looks like he's wearing water skis. He's got the longest <laughs> shoe. You got big, giant feet for a little guy. I know. It is weird. He's I built wear- like a hobbit. 
Built yeah. like the Hobbit. Well, it's weird. I wear a size 11. And it, That's crazy. My, my toes are super long, and I've got these big calves. But I, I don't know. You're right. Like I'm very oddly proportioned. Just it's a little bizarre. bit. Just a little bit. So you're you you don't always learn how to walk in heels. You're good for life. You've got to practice it all. You brought your. It's just the style of heels. But why did you bring those into into work today? Because I have to start practicing, and I don't. <laughs> I'm not ready to be out in public with these. How heels long on. are you going to be here at ESPN West Palm today? How many hours? Till probably around seven. Okay. So you're going to produce this show straight through, and yes. they're going to produce the show after for another hour. Yes. So that means basically the first chance you'll have will be between six and seven. So what are you going to do? Put your shoes on and just walk up and down the hallway? Pretty much. And then I have to start practicing my walk, my routine. There's enough space here that I can do it. And it's not something you would do at home. You're like, like people are like, why are you cutting your fingernails at work? And I'm like, because it's gross. Why would I want to do it at home? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> That's so, that is so weird when you do that, man. I only do yeah, it. No, he does do that. I only do it because one time I happened to have the clippers in my bag, and I noticed my fingernails grow super fast. So the one time I did, I noticed everybody got weirded out. So I started not doing it on purpose because for whatever reason, it makes you guys cringe. I'm doing it into a trash can, but you guys think it's crazy. And then Stu Gotts, he went and he was clipping his toenails. Uh, Don't forget, in the studio, uh, the clipping's flying on the table and toward Dan's weird. head. No, that's actually gross. <laughs> that's Tone, toenails gross. Fingernails not gross because there's no dirt. There's no grime under my nails. And you wash them more frequently than your toes. You wash your hands after your bathroom and well, everything. I mean, your feet are super clean because you get out the shower and then you put on clean socks and they come in contact with nothing. Your hands are dirty because you turn doorknobs, you touch things, you open things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but your feet naturally sweat. Yeah, so what? More than the hands. Yeah, I know, I know. But bottom line is, you guys find it uh, kind of gross, and that's why I intentionally yeah. do it when I can. If I remember, sometimes I clip my nails at home, and I'm like, damn it, I missed a chance to make everybody <laughs> I, disgusted. I will say, though, there are very few more satisfying feelings than you've let it go for a while, and then you trim your toenails. Like, your shoes just fit better. Like, it's just less of an impediment. I love it. It's a great feeling post-toe clipping. Um, I'll go a long time without cutting my toenails. Yeah, me too. I, I, can go, I can go weeks and weeks. And then, like Dean said, Dean knows when it's time because it sounds like a dog walking on a tile because you hear the clippity-clippity. Quick, quick, quick. He'd be so tearing his sheets up, I bet, at night, don't you? Guys? How do you know? Remember that one time? We were, I know. You said you didn't want to share um, You didn't want to share a suite with me in Vegas or whatever because you didn't want to hear my toenails on, on the tile floor like a dog prancing. Click, 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 That's so click. gross. What a jerk. <laughs> oh, man. So you're going to practice pageant stuff in the hallway, Jeanette? Yes, Okay. My different walks how, in my heels. How, how, now, tell everybody, what is your title again? Your Miss Boca Palm Raton Beach and- Lakes Boulevard? What is it again? <laughs> I'm sorry. There's so many pageants and so many divisions, I get confused. <laughs> Miss Boca Raton International. Miss Boca Raton International. So there's the Miss America pageant. Mm-hmm. There's the Miss Universe, Miss USA pageant. Mm-hmm. There's the Mrs. America pageant. Mm-hmm. There's the Miss Continental United States America. Mm-hmm. And then there's Miss United States. Yes. And you're part of the Miss United States. No, the uh, the Miss International. There's another one. Yes. Okay. So there's all these different. Has it ever crossed your mind that maybe, just maybe, some of these are money making schemes for the people that own the pageants, and then you have to use this dressmaker, and the only pictures you can have taken are by that photographer? It ever occur to you that it might be a money making? A hundred and fifty percent. But that, and I I figure just going into it. But I I had certain goals that I wanted to establish, right. which was learn to 
put ex- hair extensions in, learn to do my nails, learn to put makeup on, like a full contour, All fake eyelashes. Right. And I needed motivation because that's the way I work. If I say, this is my goal, this is what I need gotcha. to do it for. So you want to do the pageant stuff so you can learn how to put in hair extensions, do your makeup and that, where all the other young women just go to YouTube. But no, yeah. I need a motivation. <laughs> like you need that. a motivation. I need, a, I need that hard deadline. What a great news is you got one of the world's greatest coaches on this show. Dean Thomas is also on this show. But you got one of the world's greatest coaches. <laughs> you got a great coach right here. He has mentored champions. He's made people that believed one day and turned that into day one, like Amanda Nunez, like Tyron Woodley. And others that thought, well, maybe one day I can be, and then they heard and knew, and then that was day one. So why not take advantage right now of Dean Thomas for you know his coaching insight on your pageant career and achieving those those goals? Because for the rest of us, we think, um, um, which one is this? Is this the Miss Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard pageant? You go, no, it's Miss International. You go, well, that's a different pageant altogether. So Dean, by all means, she needs inspiration and motivation. That's what you're here for. She ain't paid me yet, so I ain't going to say nothing to say to her. Oh, wow. wow. That's that. how it's going to be. Okay. Wow. Do, okay. Do you have a pageant coach that you do work with? Most girls do. Yes. Okay. And yes. have you had this coach for several years? Uh, one and a half. Okay. But then you change them up, though, because you want a different perspective, right? Absolutely. Okay. Do you work with different coaches for different aspects? Like, I used to coach some of these young women up on Q&A. Mm-hmm. How it is that you want to answer the questions during the difficult interview portion, which makes a lot of people very nervous. And I would also coach them up on media, on media consulting. How it is that you talk to the media when you get a chance to do a story for the newspaper or for a blog or for the TV. Do you, do, do you have different coaches for different aspects? Or no, one I just have one coach right now. So, and he helps me with the aesthetics, the gown, the walk, the yes. heels. Yeah, he, he helps me with you all should, that. You should hire Ken Levicka to be your stylist. Have you never seen how sharp he dresses? <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh, I want those cargos. You see him with those cargos? There's no way I'm putting myself, my name attached to But if that. you wore a cargo dress, think about that for a second. <laughs> oh, now let's go. If you, wore, if you wore a cargo gown and they were like, Jeanette, your question is, if you were president of the United States... How would you unite this nation and bring people together? And then you could say, well, I'm glad you asked. And then you could pop open one of your pockets, your cargo pockets on your cargo gown, and been like, (laughs) in here is coupons for free pizza. I would invite people from different political parties and different social stances to eat free pizza together. And they would join together. And they would understand they have more in common and that unite them than they have that divides them. Thank you very much. And then you put it back in the, all the judges be like, oh my God, she got cargo pockets in her dress. That's, a That's resourceful. Idea. She's going to be um, not our winner this year again, but we're going to let her know. Come back again next year and try another. Try another. Josh, how heavy do you think that gown would be? A cargo gown. With, with pockets filled with like, in this pocket you got tater tots like <laughs> yeah. Napoleon Dynamite. In this pocket you got, match, you got matchbox cars like right. you're a six-year-old boy. Right. Going with the pizza theme, I could have the coupons in one, a bottle of Chianti in the other because Chianti oh. goes great with pizza. Oh, well. So I can just, I just can keep going up and up and up and building off of that. Yeah. I, I mean, kind of like that, Josh. Take a risk and let me style. Let, yeah, let Ken, let, let Ken dress you for, yeah. the, uh, for the next You'll pageant, have please. slip-on what? shoes that look like a nurse. Well, so uh, would be that perfect. be... For fun fashion or evening gown? Um, for fun fashion. Okay. Actually, for both. For both. <laughs> for both. Now, now notice, yeah. notice when I say let Ken be your stylist, you just hear Dean laughing. And then, and then when I said fun fashion, you hear Dean laughing again. Dean, it sounds as though there's something that you're withholding as far as your thoughts on Ken Levick's style or his fashion. Well, no, I just, I just remember the one time, the one time my son came into the show, Ken was in the show, and and the Twin Peaks girls was laughing at his shoes, and he looked so embarrassed. I felt so bad for Ken. 
<laughs> Ethan's never thought of me uh, in a respectful light at all. Well, no, that's the only, and that's how he, and that's how he remembers you. Yeah, because <laughs> on the, on, the girls were laughing at your shoes on the on the ride home. He said, uh, he said, Dad, did he lose a bet? Does he got to wear those shoes like pay off a bet? <laughs> and then Dean said, No, those are his um, grandmother's shoes. She was in nursing in the early seventies, and Ken wears those as a tribute <laughs> no. to her uh, nineteen seventy two nursing shoes. I mean, what Jeanette would be wearing would be the cargo gown we just discussed. Cargo gown. Let's also, invent it. But again, short sleeve hooded shirts and uh, uh, free stuff from the UFC that Dean got me. Yeah, you know what? Let, let's take only Freebach, only T-shirts, <laughs> <Yeah>. zip-ups, <laughs> sweatshirts, sweatpants that Dean has received from Mr. Dana White. You know, Dean's wardrobe is basically just Freebach. Yes. We take those items, we cut them, we sew them, we fashion them into your gown will be consisting of UFC Reebok Freestum. It will show them your versatility mm-hmm. and how you have the ability to work with what you, to be resourceful. I have, I could use the Freebok stuff for my fitness wear. Oh. No, you oh. got to use it for the gown wear. Like gown. Oh, I'm going to teach you how to do the Conor McGregor yeah. walk. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Swing your arms so. behind you. <laughs> or we can fashion you a gown out of Doritos bags. So, so the one side is red and the other side is kind of shiny, the yes. silver. Yeah. yeah. So, so we'll build you a dress like that. So you've worked with your coach for a year and a half. And so you pay this coach. Yes. Um, weekly, monthly. Do you work? Every, per class. Oh, per class. Mm-hmm. How many classes do you take a year? A year will contingent on the time. So right now is once a week. All right. So, so you, you take a class a week. Mm-hmm. So you pay this for 52 weeks a year. Good for them, him, her. Oh, no, 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 right now, him. right now. So oh, uh, I do three months of intense prep. Because it's right a, gr- I mean, it's a, it's a great scam. I mean, a system. If you, can, <laughs> if you can be pageant coach or consultant, because you, so do you think he tells his other students the same stuff or is he exclusive to you? Oh, he probably tells the same stuff. Wow. So really, you don't need him. All you need to find out is who else he coaches and you guys can share the information together. Pretty much. But he gives oh, me a form of direction. Damn. He like, gives me a form of direction. Like what? Like take four steps forward, put your right hand on your right hip, T- turn to the left and flip around? T stances are no joke. When you have a specific way to stand, then you have to break your ankle to make sure that the the line in your quad pops up and then push your shoulders back to make your obviously have a great posture so your abs and your core is tight so this sounds like dean like you could probably instruct that i mean you're talking about balance right and you're talking about your lower body and where the you know where you'd push off this sounds like something you could do yeah i can help her out with that and then if somebody gets slick you could just slap them in the mouth teach you how to do that too backhand i can do it i can slap i already got that has your pageant coach taught you how to slap the other contestants in the face (laughs) no because i would be into that because they could be like we're down to our final five hi i'm will i'm will manzo (laughs) this is the 2021 miss florida usa pageant i'm will manzo and then he's joined by lisette garcia the former miss you florida whatever and they're like we're down to our final five And then, just start decking and they're like, we're down on front of five. Jeanette Javier. And then you turn and then you just slap the other three girls like like the three stooges. Pop, 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 pop. You like run down the line. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. The other four girls. Pop, 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 pop. The other four. And then they're like, wow, the judges are impressed. They've made a decision. They're not even going to narrow to the bottom, th- the top three. Jeanette, you are Miss whatever the Florida title is. Interna- Florida International University. International pageant champion. <laughs> 2023. So I need to fire my coach and get on this. You should fire your coach. We could, de- I mean, depends. Are you getting good results? If it's yeah. working for it, well, then keep going. But being a pageant coach is a great scam. I mean, it's a great, it's, it's, it's a great scam. Yeah, it's, it's been fun. It's been interesting uh, for me. If you're learning stuff yes. and you're enjoying it, do it. Keep doing it. If you're growing, learning, great. 
But then your next evolution is, then you become the teacher. The student becomes the master, and then you charge your coach, hey, I'm going to teach you how to coach. I'm a coach's <laughs> coach. And then you get more money from him than what you give him. And then, then Dean, he, she's gained the system. That's right. That's how I got into it. Ta-da. 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 Um, Dean, you're going to check back with us in a little bit? Yeah, I'm going to check back with y'all in a little bit and let y'all do y'all thing. I'm going to do my thing, and I'm going to check back with y'all. All right. Who are you working with today? Tyron Woodley? Tyron Woodley, yep. uh, David Evans, and Jillian Robertson. Okay, you got the whole gang. That's right. I forgot. Everybody's all there. So you're going to work with all three simultaneous over the next two hours while you're also billing to do this show. Yep. <laughs> That's a great scam. <laughs> it's an Man, even better scam. scam. That's even better. <laughs> and, and Jeanette owe me money, too, for that little... For that little advice I just gave him. So, uh, no, that was unsolicited, that honey. I didn't ask you for your advice. Invoice. Just invoice. Well, I gave it to you, so you owe me. Yeah, just invoice. Just, just invoice her. I'm going to use one of those slaps and practice it on him. Um, when we come back, we got Sports Center update. We got Ben Roethlisberger news. We got NFL news. Uh, we also have the 38th anniversary yesterday of Terry Bradshaw's most bizarre quinky dink. Uh, yes, Jeanette, you have something you want to add? Your hands no, up. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just ready to go. Oh, you had your hand up like you like something you want to add. No, no, no. I'm ready to go. Okay, fair enough. We're going to do that then. I'm ready to slap. Yeah. Plus, we got to get into a lot of your... We haven't shared really any of your contributions to win this week's grand prize, 50 bucks for drinking and eating at Twin Peaks, and a four-pack of tickets on the 11th to go to Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium to see the Marlins and the Nationals. These are the times that people were way more injured or sick than they thought they were. And Ken's going to read them because they make me queasy, to be honest. <laughs> some of these are pretty rough. Yeah, they're wild. Like There are some of them where I had to like reread it four or five times to make sure it was real. Indeed. When we don't know if they are or not, let's hope that they're not. They're just a great storyteller. Yep. Home team, ESPN 106.3. is Josh Cohen and the home team broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine studios Anajar and Levine accident attorneys call 1-800-747-3 that's 1-800-747-3733 on the new ESPN 1063 that number that voice guy just gave that's the only number you need if you're involved in an accident that's the only number you need to know and to call if you have been Involved in an accident, or you got hurt at work, or you have workers' comp issues, or you have medical malpractice issues, nursing home abuse, or neglect issues. That's Anna Jean Levine. That's responsive legal help. One call, and they will fix it all for you. We're talking about a team of litigators that demand justice and see to what maximum compensation is achieved. 1 800 747 free. 1 800 747 free. That's 1 800 747 3733 for Anna and Levine. They don't just practice the law. They practice what they love. Cam Levicka loves looking out at FAU's football field. Um, you tweeted about it earlier today. Your only sadness is what? There's no game out there this afternoon? Yeah, no game, no football to speak of. Did see a couple of the football players because it's spring practice right now, but uh, but no no football. I'm looking at an empty green field. So they get to practice out there on the real game field? No, the practice oh. field is right across gotcha. from the stadium. Yeah, yeah, so they were at the stadium taking COVID testing, actually. Makes a lot more sense. Uh, yeah, we got a lot to get to today, so we're going to move right along. Tomorrow we'll get good preview insight on UFC 259 monster card. I mean, you're not an every weekend watcher, Ken, I know, 
But this is a fight card you can't miss. Oh, completely. Absolutely. I, I mean, you've got most of the biggest names in the UFC. For me, for a casual observer, this yeah. is must-watch stuff. I mean, this is the greatest fight card, clearly, of this year. But I would imagine yeah. there won't be better anytime the entire rest of the year. Yeah, agreed. Uh, this also marks the one-year anniversary of our last weekend of normalcy. Mm-hmm. This weekend is the one-year anniversary of the only weekend we had in you know, to that point, it's been one year since this all. Because remember, it was a year ago yesterday. It was that Wednesday night that everything fell apart when the NBA shut down, when everybody had to leave work, when yeah. the pandemic was underway here in America. And we thought it was going to be a couple months. We figured a couple months and we'll be through this. Here we are a year later and still there's no tours and concerts and festivals yeah. and things for April or May or this June. This was last year, the opening Thursday of the Honda Classic. Uh, that's right. Honda yeah. Classic began opening, right, it was a year ago yeah, right now. then Sunday happened, and then by Wednesday, everything was shut down. Oh, no, wait, no, no, it was the week before. It was the week before. Was it? Yeah, it was, it the, was week the week before. Week before. Week oh, before. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what did you what did you do, the, remember, Josh, what you did uh, between uh, on the final weekend of, of Freedom? Final weekend of Freedom, I was day off Friday at uh, Guitar Hotel, Hard Rock Hotel Casino, uh, having a day off, having a staycation with a friend of mine. And then taking the bright light. Here's how life has changed. In that casino, Friday afternoon, there's obviously no masks, no nothing, because it's like, hey, you know, it's life as normal. Day drinking at the pool, um, eating uh, pizza and guacamole at the pool, taking in a night, you know, of staycation. Saturday, getting up, getting on the bright line, (laughs) hustling back to West Palm Beach, quick change into concert clothes, going out then to the amphitheater for the WIRK rib roundup. Uh, and yeah. remember, that was an afternoon of bands and boozing and partying, but people were prepared. They knew that pandemic was coming. So like the bartenders in VIP, they had Clorox wipes or like cans of Lysol and they were screwing around. Like they were spraying each other in the face and like goofing and joking and people yeah. didn't realize the magnitude of. And if you remember, that concert had to end early because one of the men oh, the up in the rafters yeah. who was controlling the spotlight he had a heart attack. Yeah, I remember that. So he was dead, like, in his chair in the rafters above the spotlight operator was. I remember so, talking about that Monday when we were back on the show. And people were so like, oh, this is messed up. The three best bands didn't get on stage yet. You know, I paid this money for the tickets. Like, somebody died. Oh, my bro. God. Somebody yep. died. So that was, the, that was the last social thing that I did that we did. Wednesday, first pitch at 15 Ballpark at the Palm Beaches. Mm-hmm. And remember, I invited that little boy, Aiden, who had... Uh, is, is fighting leukemia, um, br- invited him to throw the first pitch. Big baseball fan. I've done right. it a million times. Right. Make the day for a little kid. Why not? So mm-hmm. he came out on the mound with me. They announced his name. He threw the pitch. It was all great. The catcher puts his hand out to shake my hand. I was like, we doing that still? It's March 11th. So I, uh, sure, I'll shake your hand. Fine. People were aware. Here it comes. Here it comes. That was the night, Wednesday night. Man. That night is when NBA games started to then get postponed. Yep. And then they were going to tip 10 o'clock, I think, Utah, right? And they shut it. Or Dallas. Uh, yeah, it was Dallas because they Dallas. the game that was canceled was Utah and Oklahoma City because all right. that went down in OKC. Rudy Gobert touching all the mics. I was and all ready that. to run the Heat game that evening. Yeah, and yeah. I was watching it on the TV. Yep. And then the Rudy Gobert stuff came out, and yep. they showed live like minutes after Tonight's Mark Cuban's postponed. reaction. Yep. Yeah, I remember seeing Mark Cuban on the screen looking at his phone. And yep. He was like, "What?" That's when you knew, like, okay, this thing is real and it's yeah. here. Um, yep. Everyone should have known that before. But as Americans, we don't live that way. We don't save. We don't prepare for rainy days. We don't um, be proactive in measures. 
Um, we do half measures. We do as little as we have to right now. We put things on, you know, literally uh, proverbial layaway. And some of that is, well, we'll deal with it if it comes, if it's an issue, if it is, if it isn't. And it wasn't until, you know, the dead of summer that some folks even believed yeah. that the virus was real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in the dead of summer, you couldn't deny the fact that, well, people they knew were dying. Right. And then it yep. was a case of, okay, I guess this is real after all. Now, Josh, uh, this is the true one-year anniversary of me sitting in a business center at a Huntington, West Virginia hotel and whispering Come on. while someone printed out his... How do you know that? Uh, because it was the day of FAU at Marshall last year. That was March 4th, 2020, uh, when I on the air was whispering because I thought I was distracting someone who was printing out their boarding pass. Great moments in home team history. Ken yep. Levicka broadcasting on location and whispering a sports center to not disturb a business traveler yep. who was printing out a paper airline ticket at his hotel. Mm-hmm. Now, Jeanette's making a sour face like she just sucked on a lemon. Why, why is that? Why are you so turned people, by that? People print their boarding pass. That's what I said. That was Josh's That's reaction. What... That was exactly his reaction. I said, if you're using the hotel <laughs> business center and it's a, you know, crappy hotel anyway, if you're using this little, you know, motel to business center to print out your airline ticket, odds are good that you deserve to be walking in on a Sports Center update and 100%. deal with it. 100%. That was your territory, Kay. Uh, yeah, that no, was your man. territory. But Ken, again, the kind of person Ken is, he doesn't want to offend. He doesn't want, want to impose. Insult. He doesn't want to impose. Because yeah. Ken's like the nicest guy in the world. That's mm. so funny. <laughs> Uh, that that is funny. That that Jeanette had the exact same reaction. But uh, then uh, from there, I've learned because last week, Josh, I imposed my will on that lobby in uh, took it over. Mississippi. Damn yeah. right. Um, you might even call it a an uprising. Or no, actually, it was an insurgence. <laughs> it was an insurgence. Absolutely. Uh, you just said, "Hey, guess what, DoubleTree? You're in my house now." <laughs> now this is happening. This is Levick alive, uh-huh. and I am he, and he is I. <laughs> I own this lobby. Like you should have, while you were on the air with us in that lobby, while you were on the air with us, people walking by that weren't even making any noise. You should went shh <laughs> for Cut no reason. They didn't even weren't saying anything. They weren't making any noise. That's what you should. Have done. Today also is the anniversary of the death of John Candy. I remember that day. Yes. Yeah. For, for young me, young kid me, like that's, you know, cool runnings and and all these great Uncle movies. Buck. Uncle Buck. And then all the planes, trains, planes, and automobiles. trains, and automobiles. And then he was gone. That was a stunning celebrity Hold death. Hold on to a second. Me. Hold on a second. Jeanette, did you just have to Google who John Candy was? Uh-oh. Yes. Oh, How old are you again? 30. You had to Google who's John Candy. Yeah. One of the great comedic talents of the 20th century one of the great most likable funny naturally gifted comedic performers you don't know that he's the guy from uncle buck the guy from planes trains and automobiles the guy from summer rental the I guy from C- no idea of anything that you're talking about right now you still don't know who he is no none of the movies i don't even know the movies planes, that shows trains and automobiles I, nothing can make sure you include that the next time we play generational yeah. Jeopardy. you see this is it's why him. it's rigged this it's is why rigged. it's rigged. It's a movie you should know. Yeah. How can you be a 30-year-old living in America who speaks fluent English and not know the movie? Play? If you list the three greatest movies of, of Thanksgiving, three greatest Thanksgiving movies of all time. It's Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and that one with Robert Downey Jr. and Jodie Foster. <laughs> not a lot of movies about Thanksgiving. No, no, in, not at all. In my defense, I wasn't necessarily raised with Thanksgiving. 
and right. I wasn't really raised not, with the not, American culture. It's not a Thanksgiving movie. It's, even, a, it's a travel I, movie. But Josh, Jeanette is 30 years old. I'm six years older than her. Cool Runnings is in cool her wheelhouse. Runnings. Well into her wheelhouse. Ja- the Jamaican bobsled team. Dougie yeah. Fresh. None of this rings a bell? No. I knew I knew what you were doing immediately. As soon as I said John Candy, and you start typing away. <laughs> click, 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 click. He passed in 94, so I was yeah. four years old when he but passed. But that's not the point, though. Lots of very famous people died before I was born. I know exactly who they are. It's not, you know, you don't have to be alive while they were alive to who they were. You know what I'm saying? He was in Home Alone. He was in Home Alone. I've yeah. seen that movie. Yeah. I don't uh, remember him. That was 1994. I believe it was what? Today, right? March 4th, 1994. Yep. yep. 27 years ago. I remember Man. exactly where I was, but I'm not going to say because then it makes me seem really old. Go. <laughs> I was still a school kid. I mean, I was still in school, but I'm saying I remember where I was and what I was doing. Um, it's just that in hindsight, it's like, wow, you're really that old. I yeah, want to hear about it. Because it was college school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was a school kid. I yeah. was still, I was in school. I was still in school. Still in college. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Damn it. I he have... was amazing, by uh, the way. Yeah, John Candy was great. Who didn't like John Candy? What was he ever bad in? Nothing. He was Nothing. good in everything. Yep. He, was ju- he was just it. He was just it. He was the guy. Uh, we got Sports Center update next. It, we're supposed to have a busy show today, but right now we're just killing time being <laughs> jerks and educating Jeanette on who John Candy was. Right. <laughs> I'm a little hurt that you don't know who he is. No. I'm going to be honest can about you, it. Can, no. you, can you name all the Care Bears? No. Okay, then we're fine. Because if you could, then I'd be pissed. But if you can't, we're good. It's the home team on ESPN 106.3. This is Josh Cohen and the home team. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-3. That's 1-800-747-3733. On the new ESPN 1063. Check this out. Coming up on Tuesday of next week, you can join myself, my good friend Melissa Ganzi from the World Polo League and the Grand Champions Polo Club, and the one and only Michael Kors himself. The three of us are teaming up on a very special virtual event. It is a sneak peek presentation of Michael Kors Summer, Spring Summer 2021 collection, and I will be the host of this. 20% of proceeds of purchase thereof will benefit the Neil S. Hirsch Family Boys and Girls Club of Wellington. Reserve your Zoom spot. You don't have to go anywhere. You can watch us on Zoom wherever you may be, but reserve your spot to get in it. You want to email the letter E is in Elena E. Corsano, C-O-R-S-A-N-O, at bgcpbc.org. BGC is in Borough Boys Girls Club, PBC, Palm Beach County.org. E. Corsano at bgcpbc.org. And then on Sunday, March the 14th at Grand Champions Polo Club in Wellington, you can be there in person for the Boys and Girls Club 2021 Great Futures Polo Day. It culminates and uh, caps an unforgettable week with two amazing events benefiting a wonderful cause, the Boys and Girls Club and the Boys and Girls Club uh, Neil S. Hirsch Family Center in Wellington. Kenny is in Bababoka, and I am Brother Love in Studio, and Jeanette is walking around in her heels. She has her normal shoes off, and now she's just in a, get this, leggings, button-down shirt that is untucked, and a... Super Bowl champion Buccaneers hat turned backwards and wearing <laughs> uh, five-inch stiletto platform heels. That's style. Man. This is a look right here. Let's go. This is a look. This looks like Kanye Let's West go. summer 2022 collection. That is a huge compliment for me. I love Kanye. It is. I mean, it's this is a look. I've never quite seen this look. Well, 
Well, hi, my name is Jeanette. Yeah, own it, girl. Yeah. <laughs> when you're a pageant queen, you can do whatever you want. I'm learning how to. I, well, I already know how to put hair extensions in now. But so you did learn that. Yes. That's important thing to know. Yeah. D- D- Kenny, you should learn how to do that. I was gonna say that might work out well for me. Kenny, I need I mean, it. the last year or two of stress in your life. Um, your your yeah your your hair. Yeah, it's been a quick process. I mean, man. it did. It kind of went fast, didn't it? It really did. The process expedited very quickly. Right around 2019, that's when things sped up. Uh, very, very quickly. The good news is a lot of yours is probably stress-related, so that can be corrected. That can yeah. actually be reversed. Right. If it's genetic male pattern, then not as much. Probably yeah. not going to have as good a chance we'll of doing that. Yeah. I don't want to rush through a sports center because there's way too much going yeah. on, yeah, yeah, including the situation um, that is of concern in college basketball. Mm-hmm. Everyone is aware of Creighton and head coach Greg McDermott, who told his team following Saturday's loss, quote, I need everybody to stay on the plantation. We can't have anybody leave the plantation. Um, That is a very troubling, disconcerting thing to say, to double down on that term. Um, Greg McDermott, do we know him to be like a homegrown, lifetime southerner of, uh, uh, you know, someone that that terminology is just embedded in them and has been for generations and generations or no? No, no, we we do not know him as that, and uh, so it's either a really poor mistake. He doesn't know the term, or there's something embedded that is uh, that is very very troubling. But no, we don't know him as a a lifelong Southerner where that would have just slipped out. He's from Cascade, Iowa. We all know phrases that we repeated as child, uh, children that we repeated as adults, and then somebody told us what it actually means. We had no idea. Um, we continue to learn where things come from. On cartoons and sitcoms and everyday life, I've heard all my life someone asking if someone was out of their cotton-picking mind. There was a sportscaster, a play-by-play announcer, um, who asked that question on the air, and he was an older gentleman, right? He's in his 70s. Yeah, and he got suspended. He got suspended because apparently uh, the term of being out of your cotton-picking mind has roots that go back to slavery. Yeah, I had never heard of it before. Uh, it was it, it was new to me when I heard it, and uh, I had no I'd idea that that was life. actually a saying. Yeah, and that's the thing. I guess it depends on the region of the country where you're from, but you also sort of need to be cognizant of where these things come from as but, well. But I think most people understand when you talk about staying on the plantation, being on the plantation, plantation first and foremost yeah. in North America connotation is slaves and slavery right. there's really no other way to uh to, to, to know what that is well like, i mean is- there, there's the whole like don't they grow pineapples um on, on you know what is no like in soccer it's a pitch but i think there's a fruit um, there's some kind of vegetation that's grown, and they consider that to be a plantation, not a field. Yeah, but I also think that that's rare. I think the, the sure. overwhelming context is within slavery. So when you are the head coach of a college basketball program, and you have players who are African-American, who have African descent, regardless, and you're using the terminology of plantation, that's something you've got to know what it means. You've got to understand what it means, and you've got to recognize immediately, unless it slipped, Unless it's one of those kind of like, yeah, I didn't mean to say that, but he offered to resign, he, he says, and he's told, no, 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 we're not accepting that yet, as of yet, and claims his players back him. But we got to get into that, and we don't want to rush through Sports Center as well. Ben Roethlisberger News, also a busy second hour. Home team, ESPN 1063.